0: On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, I talk with Brandon McKay from Snugs, and we talk about tariffs, creativity, and keeping the trains running on time. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Haasman, and I am delighted today to be joined by the CEO of Snugs, Brandon McKay. Brandon's a repeat guest and just an overall rock star. So, Brandon, thanks so much for joining me, bud.
1: I'm stoked. Absolutely stoked just to, to talk to you let alone
0: uh, be able to do this. Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. So, you know, we're going to dig into some super deep industry topics right away. So, you know, uh, as we have this conversation, we're getting close to 2020. uh, There are conversations about tariffs, new tariffs, walking back tariffs, other (laughs) tariffs. So I'm curious, do you think that that's going to slow down sales for branded merchandise uh, going forward?
1: Well, you know, tariffs tricky. So as we talk at this very given moment, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of undecided for next year, right?
0: Right. Um,
1: The hopes and dreams, I think, of anybody right now who has a business that's looking to generate revenue and looking to grow is that they can come to some conclusion on tariffs. Yeah. Will they rise a little bit? Yeah. Will they roll back a little bit? Yeah. But the trajectory that we're on right now, I don't think it's sustainable to help businesses grow hmm. and specifically in promotional products. I think this tariff issue is a potential cooling of promotional products growth. Hmm.
0: Do you think it will uh, cool the overall economy or just our industry?
1: Oh, I think it's going to be uh, i think it's going to be a brushstroke across all industries. Hmm. Yeah. Um, we're getting outside of the low hanging tariff stuff. Uh, now we're starting to get into things that are outside of our industry into consumer goods and electronics and things that make us happy <laughs> outside of selling lip balm and promotional products.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is a topic that, gosh, it feels like we've been talking about it for a long time, but it's like we're almost just now really starting to feel the effects of it. So, um, no, I appreciate your perspective on that. So one thing I've been wanting to ask you is, is I think we pride ourselves as an industry on being a creative business. Um, and certainly you guys as Snugs are a creative industry or a creative company as well. But there are so many details and logistics that go into every single order. So how does a great supplier like yourself balance being creative, but still keeping the trains running on time?
1: Yeah, so that's a, that's a great question. So within our organization, and I know all are different, but uh, we have a humongous emphasis on what gets recorded, gets improved. Mm. So uh, you've been out here. Uh, many of your listeners have probably been out here. And we just put a lot of focus on process improvement and abilities to shorten the timeline. So mm-hmm. the timeline is not getting greater. Right. The uh, order cycle window is getting shorter. And if we can't make time so we can't add four hours to a day and make it a 28 hour day, we're held with the you know the laws of nature right and the only ways that we can improve that is that we have to get better and snugs puts a tremendous amount of focus on not just creating better processes but educating people with internally giving them tools, sending them to classes, sending them to seminars, um, taking extra you know time out of our days to to really talk about theory and across our C-level suite and our executive team, we put uh, a lot of time and energy and money behind educating staff mm. on process improvement, lean initiatives, Kaizen, 5S, Kanban. I mean, to, you know, to go across the board of all lean strategy uh, and myself, I, I'm i a real big believer in it and the the time it's created for our business and the dollars it's created for our business is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. You mentioned, I had the chance to come out and visit you guys and I was so impressed where it was like, you could almost just drop me in and I'm not in the manufacturing industry, but you could drop me in and I could, I could, it made sense where everything moved and how clean it was and how I I was just really impressed with the process. And so you can tell you've spent a lot of time on that. So kudos. Um, so a final question for you. Every industry, re- regardless, every industry has notable leaders. They're the folks that you, the Power 50, which of course you are on and and other people that are just the kind of the big stars of the industry. And then there's like the next generation. So who are some up and coming leaders you see in the promo world?
1: Oh man. I mean, I've thought about this question as you, as we've kind of posed it out there. Yeah. Um, the next round of leaders. I mean, I really at this point Moment, I think we're kind of on this tipping point of creating these people. Mm. I really don't think that they've had their so you know their so-called breakout moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with the, the last cycle of the economy cooling, extended the life of some industry veterans, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think that they are starting to to look at greener pastures and find past retirement and things like that which extended the window for probably people more in our era Yeah, where, you know, we're Gen Xers and, you know, we're starting to hit our stride now. And, um, I believe that that next round of influencers is TBD, mm-hmm. but I think they're TBD kind of in our org- own organizations here. So I would say, Hey, there's probably two or three people on our executive team, people that you don't know. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. like our CFO in, um, Uh, Rennell or Roseanne, our Chief Information Officer, or Justin, our COO, or, you know, Brittany, which a lot of people know. But I really think that there's some behind the scenes people that are working within organizations that are going to come out and break out. Mm -hmm. And um, I I don't know if I could say, hey, you know what, XYZ from Blank Promos is the next guru of promo but I am just wildly encouraged of the talent that is out there right now and some of the talent that you run across with that skew or SKU camp or some of these people, you know, at face value, you're like, Whoa, they're out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's funny but you that's, say that.
1: That's exactly what we're looking for.
0: Yeah. It's funny you say that because it's, it's a, you know, once you fall into your cycles, right? The, the folks that you get to know, you're like, okay, This industry can sometimes feel small because it feels like Mm -hmm. you know somebody. And I always say that going out to Expo is like a little family reunion or class reunion (laughs) or whatever. But on the other side, when I go out to Expo, I'm always like, oh, my God, it's like I don't know anybody. And so Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's like those people who are working behind the scenes, you're right. They become the next leaders and they're already doing it. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, and their companies know it. It's just a matter for the rest of us to kind of understand it and know it. So I think that's that's well said. So cool, man. You've answered my three questions. I give everybody a chance to ask me a question. Do you have one for me? Yeah. So two parts. Okay.
1: One is uh, I want to hear a little bit about your upcoming upcoming book. Okay. Uh, and okay. Uh, give a little bit of backstory, maybe a, a five-second inside the front cover. Yeah. Tutorial about what it's going to be.
0: Yeah, so the, the, the book's gonna be called Success in the Give First Economy. It's based on uh, some uh, presentations that I've given uh, mm-hmm. over the last couple of years, uh, put it in book format. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be coming out the first of the year. We're gonna have audiobooks, ebook, and uh, standard book. Uh, I think when I was out there, we maybe gave, I talked about how to get more done. Does that sound yep. right? Yep. Um, and so part two of the book is going over how to get more accomplished. So it's like part one is about how to succeed in the give first economy. Part two is about how to have the time to be productive so that you can give first. So, okay. makes sense? All right, two parts question, yep. yep.
1: and you can edit this out for your, uh, your <laughs> listeners if you want. No, it's fine. Or your viewers, I guess. Who in the crud is going to win this election next year?
0: <laughs> oh, the the hard questions, right? Um, and I already
1: told you who I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I think it's
0: going to be someone. It's going to be someone. Someone's going to win. Yes, <laughs> I, I think you're right. Uh, in that way. You know, I think it's, it, as we sit here right now, I think it's incredibly difficult to predict. Obviously, Trump will be representing uh, the Republican side. I don't think we know who's going to be uh, representing the Democrats. I think once that comes out, then I could give you um, sort of prediction, whether it's what I want to happen or not.
1: Yep, is, exactly.
0: Is, is, is um, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by a couple of the candidates. Yeah. And one of the things that I have said is I think we're at a tipping point um, or we're getting close to a tipping point of we might start to look differently at how elections are decided. Right now, sure. we're, we're so confined into the idea of the current media model where it's like, OK, we've got 12 people on a stage. Everybody gets 10 seconds to try and tell how they'd fix the world. And then we wonder why nobody seems like they're making sense or they're not that compelling. Um, I I was telling you before we got on here, I I saw an interview with Joe Rogan uh, and Bernie Sanders, and they talked for an hour and a half. Now, whether I like everything Bernie said, I at least understand it now. (laughs) And and I'd like to see more long form stuff um, for us to really get a a chance to to dig in and have that become the mainstream as opposed to the, the soundbite culture that we live in right now.
1: I would concur with you, and, and we talked offline a little bit. It's like, mm-hmm. who is in charge of presenting these people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and why can they not be the people that they show up like on Joe Rogan? Like I had mentioned to you, I watched Hillary Clinton on Howard Stern. Yeah. I'm like, where was that person four years ago? Right. But I agree with you. How do we get away from the uh, 15 second sound bite of, I'm going to give away free education and free healthcare? Yeah. To, Tell me about who you are as a human.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. And again, when you dig in, not only from a person perspective, but then to, to actually explain how that any of these policies might work, now, that would be helpful. So yeah, it's it. let's just say my prediction is it's going to be interesting. It's going to be uh, talk worthy. That's for sure.
1: Well, there we go. That's the bumper sticker. In- <laughs> interesting 2020.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, cool, man. Hey, thanks so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. We'll do it again. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.